Welcome to the What Matters Marketing Show, hosted by Kim Skilton. This is your place to be inspired, to learn, and to build the business of your dreams with actionable marketing tools, tips, and resources. Kim Skilton is an award-winning marketer who has worked with some of the world's biggest brands. With more than 20 years of industry experience, Kim knows firsthand what it takes to build a business from the ground up. If you love to learn and are ready to take action, you're in the right place. Click follow so you don't miss an episode. Now let's get into the show. Hey, hey, welcome and thank you very much for joining me on the first ever podcast episode for What Matters Marketing. Very excited to be here. I'm so glad that you've chosen to at least give me a listen and see if I can add some more insight, actionable tips and just some really good thinking around strategy for marketing your business and getting the growth that you're looking for and the return on your well, your resources in general, not just advertising spend or marketing spend, but overall how you can best allocate your resources to get the growth that you're looking for, to get those extra customers. Now, this particular episode, it's for all of you business owners out there, regardless of whether you're just starting out or you're an established brand, you want to ensure that you're across new marketing trends and opportunities so you can conquer this ever-evolving marketing landscape. Having been in marketing for over two decades, it is a very dynamic beast and so you need to have make sure that you are learning about what the new opportunities are and being able to adequately assess whether they're right for your business. And I'm hoping that this podcast is going to help you be able to achieve that. So today I'm going to share with you my top five marketing opportunities in business as I see it for 2024. And yes, it has taken some discipline to shortlist to just a top five. However, how I approach this is with some really good solid research. I also took quite a bit of time to reflect on my business, my clients' businesses and what we've been doing over the last year or longer, what we've seen work, what's not working. And I've also obviously had to add a little sprinkle of prediction to trying to determine what that future looks like for business with these new marketing opportunities. But I have managed to do it. So we've got a top five to talk through today. So let's dive in. So coming in at number five, and by the way, these are in no particular order, is generative AI. Now you may be asking, what's the difference between AI and generative AI? And I guess through my research, the best example I found to be able to explain it to you in a really quite simple way, I found from Bernard Ma, who gave this great analogy. So traditional AI or artificial intelligence, if you think of a computer playing chess, making decisions based on a fixed set of rules without inventing new strategies. So it's got confines in which it operates or thinks if you like. Generative AI, however, probably best way to look at this is picture an AI, an artificial intelligence that crafts an entire space adventure from a single sentence you give it. It's like having a creative companion crafting original text, images, music, and even code. So it is learning. The more you sort of feed it, I guess, it becomes more clever around 
what you are. So you might prompt it with a question and it will answer it a certain way. If you then, and I've got my marketing hat on here, of course, you might actually tell it more about your target audience, what your brand voice is, and it'll take on board those things and it will craft a response that's more aligned to what you will need it to be. So it is generative, I guess. It means it's it's growing, it's learning, and, it, and it's, it's not confined to just the uh, rules, I guess, that it's been given under what would have been called a traditional or is a traditional AI model. So I guess the key takeaways out of that is traditional AI, look at it as a chess player, analyzes and chooses the best move from the set rules, whereas generative AI, more of a storyteller, generates entirely new content from basic inputs. So, you know, taking the world by storm in 2023, AI was, you know, all everyone was talking about. You may know examples of this as chatbot, Google's version called Bard. There's also audio generation tools like Murph.ai, video creation platforms such as Thinthesia, try saying that fast, and that whips up mind-blowing AI videos. So all of this offering is giving us a quick and creative way to develop marketing solutions. So in 2024, I see marketers and business owners will really start to embrace its capability and learn ways it can be implemented into their business. So, you know, whether it is content ideas, it's blog and email writing, it's social media video creation, those we take the time to learn. In 2024, we will see marketers and business owners really start to embrace this capability and learn ways it can be implemented into your business. So whether it's content ideas, uh, blog and email writing, social media video creation, you know, those who take the time to learn and understand its ability and capability and application are going to reap the rewards sooner. Now, already in the marketing realm, we've seen the likes of HubSpot, Kajabi, MailChimp, and pretty much all of the social media management tools such as SkedSocial, Metrical, they're now offering some form of AI within their platforms. The challenges I see it for business owners and marketers in 2024 will be determining which tool or tools of the growing plethora of options out there will be right for your business. So I do plan in future episodes to dive deeper into those available platforms and tools and let you know what could be implemented in, into your business. We'll cover things like the benefits, the challenges around integration, what costs might be associated with it, and what extra value it will bring to your business and to your overall customer experience. Okay, and coming in as number four on my list of top five marketing opportunities for business in 2024 is brand brilliance. So with marketers, uh, business owners starting to use these AI tools to generate content and generate ideas, I see it as more important than ever to have a distinctive brand. Now, not only do we run the risk of all content reading the same, it will also be written with the same AI voice, making it homogenous, and non-distinctive. It's also important to recognize that there is no barrier to entry to use these tools. So whether you're a global giant like Coca-Cola or a small business 
man like you know Harry's handyman services we all have access to the same tools generating the same responses so obviously there's heaps of upside to that but there's also you know so it, we're all on the level playing field but we need to be able to make sure that we can have a apply our brand personality and our brand voice so the question is how do we ensure we leverage these tools but ensure that at the same time, we remain true to our brand. So for me, the answer lies in having a solid brand strategy. So if, you've, if you can create that killer brand, you are 100% clear on who you are, who you do it for, and how you do it different. So when you have that clear brand strategy, you know your brand voice, and you can use this when you then use these AI tools. This way, you can still take advantage of all those benefits you get from using these GAI tools. However, your content will sound distinctively like your brand. And as I mentioned earlier, these tools are learning. If you give it that instruction, you know, is your brand authoritative? Is it direct? Is it you know, upfront? Is it relaxed? Is, you know, is it informal? So if you give it those words and instructions, it will then create a response that matches that brand voice. So when we think about brand brilliance, if you want to look at it also, as I quite often say to my clients, well, what do you want to be famous for? And obviously you need to be able to deliver on that. But if you ask yourself, you know, why do we pay three times the amount for a Tiffany bracelet? when we could get something just as good down at the local jeweler for probably a third of the price. You know, why do we line up for 24 hours outside the Apple store each time a new iPhone is released? You know, we think about Nike, you know, they've been riding this great success for generations. They, they are able through their brand to stimulate an emotional response and be memorable in its simplicity. You know, with their just do it slogan, it's a lifestyle, you know, they've over the years built that up to mean so much to every consumer. And, you know, in three words, they've created inspirational meaning. So they motivate their fan base to achieve their loftiest dreams and never stop pushing. So when buying their products, customers feel more assured that Nike will help them reach their full potential. So I use that as an example just to drive home what brand brilliance is. And by spending the time to articulate your brand strategy, it's going to give you that ability to stand out in a crowd and know how to apply your brand brilliance when you are using these AI tools. And I, you know, just wouldn't it be remiss of me to also not mention other technology out there. And if you think about competition, technology has made it so much easier than any other time in our history for competition to just copy you. You know, it's getting harder and harder to create a unique product or service. So we need to have a killer brand. So if you don't have that strong brand strategy where you have been able to clearly and succinctly articulate your unique selling proposition, or as I mentioned earlier, I like to say, what do you want to be famous for? Then honestly, this year, you've got to put some focus into that and really sort that out. If you're not quite there, you're lacking the brilliance, your clear competitive advantage and what you want to get out of, the, out of your brand, then look, like I said, just make it a priority. All right, so so far we've covered number one is AI. Number two is making sure you've got your brand strategy sorted. 
Coming in at number three is partnership marketing. So from the use of influencers, macro, micro, to strategic partnerships between brands, partnership marketing provides business owners the opportunity to talk to new audiences of a complementary product or service. Now you can build trust much more quickly as the partner business is introducing you and being introduced by the partner, you can benefit straight away from the trust that that business has built with their customer base. It is like an instant five-star testimonial or when a friend recommends someone to you, you're more likely to trust that recommendation. And so as a business owner, you're able to sort of leapfrog, if you like, with a partnership marketing opportunity and you know, you don't have to spend as much time and money attracting and building those relationships because you're getting the halo effect from working with a complementary business or brand who is essentially endorsing you. So really great partnership marketing is really great to ultimately increase awareness, access new audiences and grow revenue. So I highly recommend it as a potential for you to look into and see what you can do. You know, it's a really good way to look at additional revenue. You know, is can you grow through this uh, more? It's been around forever, partnership marketing. It's just available in quite a few different formats these days. As I mentioned earlier, you've got influencers, whether they're macro or micro, you've got sponsorships, you've got, you know, working a, a girlfriend of mine who owns a couple of beauty salons she has partnered with a quite a successful women's training group in Brisbane and they have mutually benefited so well from that partnership so think about those kind of businesses that align to you where they have similar audiences and you can help each other out extend your reach tap into that audience and look to grow your revenue through that. Okay, coming in at number two is video marketing. If you haven't already embraced video marketing into your business, 2024 is the year to get on it. No more waiting. I will, however, go a step further and say I believe that the real opportunity lies in the short form video. I guess there's a bit of a, a term out there these days called TikTokification, which really, you know, we're just consuming content like never before you know we're just literally watching a second two or three of something and determining whether we're going to keep watching so we need to be able to identify that suitable content crafted into a sh short video bites that will quite literally within the two to three seconds stop the scroll and then use that content across various social channels now, another huge benefit of short form video, as I see it, is that you can use this content on your own YouTube channel. Now with YouTube owned by Google, it's another fantastic search engine working for your business. So if you are producing the content anyway, and you're putting it on Instagram, you're putting it on Facebook, you're putting it on TikTok, whatever your best channels are, why not put it onto your own YouTube channel as well? You then can do timestamps and or if it's really short, you won't, but you can then put a quick caption and a link back to your website and that is all going to help with your SEO link juice. 
So for me, there's quite a few benefits from this video marketing. And you know what? There's AI tools out there that will take your long form video and create snippets of that for you. So it's, you know, there's an, a real live example of how you can take the AI technology that's already available and make that production of those short form videos quick and easy for you. All right, and then my number one, well, it's not, these aren't in any order, but it's, it's one that I, is in the top five, which we cannot not talk about, and that is so, social search sales and service. Now, I first read this, it was with uh, HubSpot actually. So, you know, I think they've nailed that three S's, search, sales, and service. Social media is not going away. We know it's now here to stay. So what we need to do is not only understand how to create compelling content, but we have to also know and understand that it can be an incredible business tool for you to service your customer and also offer sales within that environment. Now, yes, I appreciate historically it has taken up a lot of your resources, but it is what it is. And that's why we've got to know about these different AI tools that are coming our way and already out there, how we can help speed up or streamline and make uh, get some efficiencies in our business to enable us to do this stuff well. So when we look at social search, sales and service, what I want you to take away from this is what we call the digital natives, which are those that grew up when all this stuff was already around. So the internet, social media, they are getting older and they are now turning into decision makers. So they are innately, it's innately in them to go to these social platforms and they will search using keywords, hashtags. That's how they're going to find the solutions for their problem. You also want to make sure that you, so, so sorry, just to backtrack on that. So with those, that search, you've got to make sure that you have got your profiles optimized, that your content where you're publishing is, is thinking about how will my ideal customer find me? What words do I need to be using? What hashtags do I need to be using? So keep, that's still important. Keep thinking about that. Then if we think about sales, now obviously there's been sales within Instagram and Facebook for quite a few years now, and we're going to see that just continue through the social channels. They are little ecosystems in their own right, now facilitating essentially the whole customer journey. So you need to think about, can I sell in those channels and how do I do it and get across what it takes to be able to facilitate that. And then the third thing there being service. Now this is, this is you know, people, we do quite a bit of community management within my business with our clients and there are questions every day, you know, around just coming in from those profiles. So you need to be able to facilitate that. You need to meet your potential customer or your existing customer where they are at. Now, if you truly cannot handle doing a customer service offering within the socials, at least set up an autoresponder so you don't leave those potentials hanging with no response because that is just going to uh, leave a negative impression of your business. So please look at the servicing element. Now, you know, there's chatbots to help you with that as well. So 
it's such a opportunity and yes it needs to it does take some time but if you can think about how best you can service that you'll absolutely meet reap the rewards so just to recap those top five that i've covered you here today include generative ai so how do we use those ai tools in our business so being able to know what's out there and how to embrace them into your business make the decision around which ones are actually going to be good for your business how you can apply them number four was brand brilliance making sure you have a solid brand strategy so you know how to stand out in a sea of sameness and be able to elevate your communication by having a a fabulous brand strategy which then determines your brand personality and your brand voice number three partnership marketing so being able to identify whether it's other businesses or it's doing a collaboration or working with influencers to reach out to new audiences that are complementary to your business. Number two, video marketing, and in particular, short form video, and also bonus little tip, getting it onto YouTube shorts so that you can link back to your website and get some SEO benefit from that as well. And then number one was social search sales and service. So understanding that there is an actual little, you know, whole ecosystem there, and there's that experience from searching for a solution, making a sale, and also servicing, and that can be pre-sale and post-sale. So make sure you are jumping on that and thinking about that. So that's my top five marketing opportunities for business in 2024 that I see you need to be aware of. But look, I do have two more I just want to touch on because I think it's super important that you are aware of these. Number one, or bonus number one, is chatbots. So, you know, in a world where instant communication is king, hello, chatbots are becoming indispensable. Now, they're not just automating your uh, customer support, they can also engage with users. You know, you can set up FAQs, a series of questions, so they are able to answer these questions and can even assist in the buying process. It's pretty incredible. Chatbots are the future of personalized and efficient customer interactions, and I highly Highly recommend that you keep across those and I will absolutely talk to chatbots this year in another episode and then my last I guess bonus marketing opportunity for your businesses 2024 is being ready for the cookie-less world so announced back in uh, 2020 Google uh, said that they will end the support of uh, what they call third-party tracking cookies in the Google Chrome browser. Now, it was meant to happen within two years, but in June 2021, they extended it out to 23, and then it now got extended out to the second half of this year. So with increasing concern basically around privacy and data protection, that is why the marketing landscape is shifting towards this cookie-less era. So the cookies are about to crumble. So, you know, marketers and business owners need to find innovative ways to collect and utilize data responsibly. Uh, You've got to look at how you can build direct relationships with consumers and really building what's termed your first party data. Now this is information that's collected from your customer base or subscribers and also your site visitors. So you need to think about how you can get that information 
directly from your customers. So that might be they sign up to an email, so they become a subscriber, and then through a customer journey, you are able to collect more data on them. And we will talk to that in more detail, including what that means for retargeting ads. Is it gonna increase your cost per lead or cost per sale? But for now, I just wanna flag this to you as we, it's now here, like we're 2024, it's going to happen. You need to understand what that means for your business and be ready earlier rather than later to be able to start to collect, if you're not already, first party data. All right, thank you for joining me for the very first episode. And look, we did cover a lot and I hope that you found it beneficial. Now be sure to tune in next week's episode where I will dive into the new email deliverability rules that have been rolled out by Gmail and Yahoo around the world. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the What Matters Marketing Show. You can support the podcast by hitting follow or leaving a review. For more great marketing information to help build your business and a life that you love, head to whatmattersmarketing.com.